Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Basketball PH Podcast. Enjoy the show. What is up mga paps? Ang pagbabalik, episode number 4 na po tayo mga papi. Welcome to Fantasy Basketball PH. At ito ulit ang inyong likod, your fantasy papi, Papi Roy. At itutuloy na natin yung uh, pangalawang parte ng ating team review. Medyo na-delay ng ilang araw, no? Nalimutan ko. <laughs> Nagpe-prepare ko doon sa bagong episode. Akala ko nailabas na natin tong Western Conference, hindi pa pala natin nalalabas, mga papis. Okay lang. Uh, babalikan naman natin yan, mga papi. Ito na nga, bago natin umpisahan ulit ang ating team review for the Western Conference. Uh, shoutout muna tayo, mga paps, dito sa BBG Empire. Ating kapatid na si uh, Papi Luigi at ang kanyang buting asawa na si uh, Ja Manioza. Uh, if you want to be an Axie Scholar, gusto mong maging Axie Investor, o gusto mong pamanage ng inyong Axie Team sa mga hindi nakakalam, itong inyong palong-palo na tumataas at mababa na uh, Axie Infinity. So if uh, gusto nyong matuto and explore, kindly coordinate with uh, Luigi and Jamanyoza. Search nyo lang sa Facebook or just let me know. I-co-connect natin kayo. Ito kay Papi uh, Luigi. at sa kanyang buting asawa na si Ja Manyosa. So, para sa BBG Empire, Papi Luigi and Ja, shoutout sa inyo. At without further ado, umpisa na natin mga papas. Medyo na-delay to na konti. So, again, ang review na gagawin natin, hindi to super in-depth kasi pero akong bukod na episodes. Uh, iba yung categorization na ginawa ko. Um, itong review natin is more of uh, leaning more dun sa draft. Uh, analysis um, hindi siya review in like um, how you check ano yung mga nagawa and all more of like projection to eh uh, this upcoming season so umpisahan na natin dito sa Pacific Division ng Western Conference starting off with the Golden State Warriors so eto na mga paps um, para sa akin ang main man pa rin uh, of course ng Golden State Warriors would be itong si Stephen Curry and I think he is arguably uh, top three um, head-to-head even rot and probably even points leagues din eh na, na, na player for this upcoming season and um, wala eh um, si Clay it would take couple of months pa siguro I guess bago pa maglaro and then afternoon pagpasok ni Clay hindi naman agad magkakaroon ng playing time si, si Clay. So, um, I think um, talaga mananalasa pa rin tong si Stephen Curry. And, I, and pa, in a sense kasi kung iisipin nyo, pa, pa, <laughs> hindi naman palaos or uh, pawala na yung game niya. Pero syempre, hindi na rin naman siya bumabata. So, with that said, feeling ko um, hanggat kaya ni Clay eh, ni, ni Stephen Curry, itotodo niya to the point na uh, malaki yung chance na i-try niya pa rin ulit uh, makakuha ng MVP season. He's already 33 years old so um i don't think um hindi 
I mean, hindi parte ng plano niya na makakuha pa ng awards, di ba? Aside of being one of the generational talent na, alam mo yun, uh, naggawa ng trend and nakapagbabago ng landscape ng NBA. So, fantasy-wise, uh, Stephen Curry, top 3 yan. Uh, in terms of mid-tayer, uh, I think, uh, papasok naman dyan si Draymond Green. He had like a redemption season last season. He started slow, pero if kailangan mo ng uh, assist and other stuff like steals and a uh, couple of uh, saktong blocks lang naman, maasahan mo itong si Draymond Green. Kaso yun nga lang, uh, medyo magsasacrifice ka sa points and tres kasi medyo hindi mabibigay ni Draymond Green sa yan. Also, hindi ka din yun mabibigyan ng madaming uh, tawag dito. Uh, solid na percentages in terms of lalong uh, lalo sa free throws. So, isa yun sa mga consideration when drafting Draymond Green. Uh, positional advantage and dyan kasi you're getting out of position assist from a PF center position. Diba? So, ang daming position na sinabi. <laughs> Pero yun yung solid kay Draymond Green. I think he's actually draftable uh, in the mid-tire between round, um, siguro 50 to 60 rank Uh, pwedeng-pwede ito si Draymond Green. Uh, Check-in natin yan kasi ako ayoko muna mag-stick dun sa binibigay ni Yahoo na rankings. Magbabago pa yan and I think uh, mas maganda pag-usapan yan before yung actual na umbisa ng season. So sa ngayon, uh, medyo generic muna ang term natin. Gawin nating mid-carder itong si Draymond Green. Other fantasy players that is notable dito sa, sa Golden State kasi hindi naman natin may isa-isa to. Um, for me, I, I, I still like Andrew Wiggins kasi um, nakakapag-deliver naman siya ng fantasy stats. Hindi lang as in sobrang solid, especially in uh, nine cats. In points leagues, mas, mas, mas okay yung value niya dahil yun nga, oh, wala namang pakailan si points leagues sa efficiency din. Um, out of position block, sobrang solid din to si Andrew Wiggins. Though I think medyo uh, late mid-round Uh, yung value na makukuha natin sa kanya. Uh, another player that I would assume na mag, magbibigay ng value sa atin this season, um, I think itong si Damian Lee. Kasi uh, wala si Clay Thompson in a couple of months. Um, so um, they really need that help. Wala na itong si uh, Tsunami Papi. And then they, they got itong si Holy Gold is um Otto Porter, pero I don't think hindi pa siya available agad. So, looking at it dito sa lineup ng, ng Golden State, yun yung nakikita kong pwede mag-step up. Maybe uh, Belicia, uh, posibleng uh, makatulong siya. And then, ito din si, ito last season, gumawa to si Jordan Poole. Kaso, hanggat healthy si uh, Stephen Curry, hindi naman siya makakagawa eh. Pero uh, position-wise, sa forward, I think yun eh. Si... Uh, especially sa wing din pala. Itong si... Uh, ang nakikita ko talaga, itong si Damian Lee na pwedeng gumawa. Uh, other than that, one Toscano Anderson, maybe, kaso nagdagdag pa rin ng other forwards itong Golden State. So, yun yung nakikita kong draftable. Uh, deep leaguers, um, James Wiseman, maybe, um, Kevon Looney, yung dalawa. Kasi sa, hindi pa natin alam kung anong mangyayari dun sa bigs nila. Medyo hilaw pa si James Wiseman. Um, masyado pa siyang raw. So, um, na-recognize siya ng management ng Golden State. So, maybe more minutes for Kevon Looney. So, if that happens, I think 
uh, solid na, na na player tong si Kevin Looney if uh, you're in a very deep league so makakapag-contribute siya other than that wala pa naman wala na naman ako nakitang sobrang notable dito uh, wala ding big changes uh, same banana naman siya siguro ang pagkakaiba lang dito uh, maghahabol pa rin ulit talaga sila sa uh, better rankings for this season uh, especially with Clay about to be healthy nagbalik din pala si Igidala dito so definitely playoff run playoff run ng habol nila another team na medyo nagkahawol sa playoff pero ayun ko kung kakayanin nila itong LA Clippers so for the LA Clippers una muna pinaka notable dyan wala si Kawhi Leonard so um, I don't think he is a draftable player for this season kung gusto mong sugalan sa last pick mo why not um, pero yun na yun uh, if uh, I don't think kailangan nating i-waste yung ating picks uh, para sumugal ay kung narin yun mid-peak para kay, kay Kawai unless kahit na meron kayong injured slot eh, feeling ko sasayangan nyo sa dulo pwede sa dulo uh, with that said uh, main man na nakikita ko sa LA Clippers would be Paul George I think he could uh, take note of the term could uh, have like a surprising uh, solid season for uh, 2021-2022 kasi wala namang ibang gagawa eh, sa, sa LA Clippers and then okay naman siya na, na-prove na niya to before nagkaroon siya ng sobrang solid and breakout season I guess that was back in the OKC pero um, ang concern din kasi kay Paul George is um, he, sometimes he gets cold sometimes meron siyang mental lapses and then um Good thing about Paul George naman, maraming may hate sa kanya. So to the point na baka mag-slide pa rin to si Paul George. Uh, personally, um, dapat pasok sa top 10 nyo to si Paul George. Given the situation na wala namang ibang gagawa din, wala si Kawhi Leonard dito sa LA Clippers. With that said, other players na pwede nating uh, i-check dito would be the likes of, eto nga, our man, Terrence Mann, na gumawa din last season uh, every time na wala si Kawhi or Paul George so last pick Terrence man pwedeng pwede um, other players would be medyo boring lang pero feel ko gagawa pa rin Nicholas Bitum and then uh, Marcus Morris uh, medyo limited si Marcus Morris in terms of value kasi wala siya masyadong nabibigay na stats aside sa points maybe tres a couple of rebounds um, statistical wise mas solid si Nicholas Batum napakita din naman niya to last season so um, medyo para sa akin mas, mas valuable si Batum in some sense over um, Marcus Morris pero isa din sa mga tanong dito is would Serge Ibaka be healthy kasi um, few seasons back maganda din yung binigay na na, na stats and uh, performance ni Serge Ibaka mas naging offensive um, relevant yung game niya so tingnan natin kung healthy shot may balik niya yun and would he start as a PF or a center? Kasi may impact na naman nat itong si Vicha Subac naman, di ba? Um, I still still think uh, in deeper leagues, okay itong si Subac kasi wala, hindi kanya sasaktan eh. Uh, sometimes lang nalilimit siya dahil din sa rotation ng Clippers pero sobrang valuable niya at napakita din niya kung gaano um, kaimportante yung ginagrampan na yung role dito sa team na to. Especially na um, Medyo alanganin sila for this season. Wala yung kanilang main man. 
Uh, dahil marami ding nawala sa kanila in in the guard rotation, um, isa doon sa mga naisip ko na pwedeng pumotok dito would be Luke Kennard. Uh, remember, if they need firepower, hindi hindi <laughs> hindi mo tatawad at mahihiyain to si Luke Kennard. Ginawa na niya yan back in the Detroit Pistons. Um, in, merong mga games na pumotok na rin siya para sa Clippers. So maybe now, he is healthier than last season. So um, it, it could be a uh, opening to um a better performance mula dito kay Lupinard kasi wala eh ito na yung best situation para sa kanya na wala yung isa sa mga main man ng uh, Los Angeles Clippers and then lastly um maybe uh, kaya nga isa siya sa mga paborito kong uh, deep league addition maybe a flyer sa dulo ng ng draft niyo even a regular um leagues, itong si Eric Bledsoe. Unang-una, marami nang may ayaw sa kanya. Uh, marami nang kinalimutan how good he was before. Uh, lagi itong nasa top 50 dati. So, for some reason, medyo bumaba na yung kanyang laro. Um, medyo sumula na umalis siya sa Milwaukee Bucks. Wala na. Uh, downward spiral na yung uh, laro ni Eric Bledsoe. Pero dahil yun nga, maganda yung opportunity dito. Um, feeling ko there's a big chance na na makapag-perform siya especially na mas okay naman ang laro niya at uh, fantasy-wise para sa akin mas, mas fantasy-friendly yung game at stat na nabibigyan ni Eric Bledsoe over Reggie Jackson pero yun yung malaking tanong uh, paano mahahati yung uh, minutes and role ni Reggie Jackson kasi maganda din yung performance na binigay ni Reggie Jackson tapos na-extend pa siya so uh, CISO battle siya uh, fantasy uh, value If given a chance, uh, I would pick Bledsoe over Reggie Jackson. Pero sa ngayon, dahil dun sa performance ni Reggie Jackson last season, and then kung gagano nagkatiwala yung uh, management and coaching staff sa kanya, feeling ko mukhang mas advantage itong si Reggie Jackson. Pero again, uh, um, hindi porket nalagay ko yung picture dyan ni Eric Bledsoe. Alam mo, siya yung puputok. Ang, ang point ko dyan is, kaya ako siya favorite kasi mag-slide siya ng Dodo. And in, in Dodo, And then in deep leagues, I think he could have a very solid value. So, yan. Punta naman tayo sa sister team na itong LA Clippers, which is the LA Lakers. Ito na namang LA Lakers, mga paps. Medyo ano. Um, kailangan ng Donya Remedios yung mga players. Medyo pabata na pabata. Ang kanilang pinaka-tanders pinaka, um, na player dito ay yung uh, itong si Carmel Anthony who just turned 37 and then followed by Trevor Ariza na 36 and then Marcus Hall 36 and then LeBron James 36 tapos sunod Dwight Howard 35 <laughs> andyan pa si Rondo andyan pa si West Machu so ano medyo ano na to um, Los Angeles Thunders yung uh, team ng Lakers ngayon pero um, puntahan naman natin yung para sa akin magiging main man nila in terms of fantasy for this season I think It should be uh, revolving around that these three uh, in the picture, which is Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron James. Pero mas pipiliin ko si Anthony Davis. And I think he's gonna be a value pick for us dahil maraming aayaw sa kanya. And I do understand kung bakit uh, injury, um, bukod sa injury, sobrang down yung performance na last season. Hindi natin alam kung bakit. Pero, um, maybe it, it has something to do with uh, the build of the team. Uh, baka hindi nila bet si Dennis Schroeder which is wala na kasi may mga 
uh, statement si Anthony Davis na back when Rondo was there, mas okay at mas magaan yung, uh, yung transition and flow nung, nung laro, di ba? So, with that said, andyan na si Rondo, tapos um, andito pa si Russell Westbrook. So, feeling ko, if you can get um, Anthony Davis on a discount, maybe at the turn, para sa akin, value pick na yun. Uh, kung siya yung second best player sa team ko, ano mo yun, yung round to ko, hindi na ako magdadalawang isip yan. Kasi itong si Anthony Davis, when healthy, is a number one uh, player for the past seasons. Ano mang year yun na number one siya. At least within the top three. Isipin mo yun, at makukuha mo siya kunwari at the turn, maybe um, pick 13, pick 12. Panalong-panalo na yan, Paps, kung siya yung uh, second best player mo. Huwag mo lang pagpapartnerin si Embiid sa si Davis. <laughs> Kapag pag, pag hindi sila umupo, palong-palo ka. Pero pag <laughs> napalo naman yung tuho dun dalawa, durog ka naman. Diba? Pero yan, para sa akin, uh, magiging value player tong si Anthony Davis. High hopes pa rin, pero... Um, Uh, this is a very um, what they call this experience but old team to the point na I still believe imamanage pa rin yung time nila even Russell Westbrook and talking about Russell Westbrook uh, he had a very good uh, season last year so I think um, he could continue to do that but the bigger question is paano magkoko-inside yung laro niya with Lebron James so it, it did kind of like well with Bradley Bill, though hindi naman siya na-turn into wins. Uh, so, uh, it's almost similar yung laro nila ni, ni Lebron. And uh, looking at it, if we'll assume na si Westbrook would play uh, like Dwayne Wade, edi magmemes sila kasi natry na na Lebron yon. Ang main difference lang ni Dwayne Wade at Westbrook would be Dwayne Wade uh, was really... Um, you know, open to adjust his game. So, yun yung kailangan natin makita kay Westbrook. Otherwise, feeling ko naman, if may kailangan mag-adjust, at this point, maybe Lebron could do that kasi he's a better player, mas okay yung IQ niya, mas mababaas niya yung laro. Pero yun, ito it lang yung question doon sa dalawa. Um, uh, would Westbrook also be healthy? Um, he was healthy last season. Ang daming rumors, pero nagkamali. Majority sa atin, partner rin ako doon kasi um, feeling ko talaga Ma- ma- malaking risk si Westbrook pero um, either ways if you're not playing uh, points league medyo mahirap pa rin naman talaga mag-bank on kay Westbrook dahil uh, lalo na kung nine cuts ka sisirain ka talaga niya sa, sa turnovers sa field goal percentages and even free throw so yun yung masaklap sa kanya and that goes as well with uh, Lebron sa, sa free throw so I think uh, mag-slide tong mga to would I prioritize them? No uh, pero alam mo yun if sobra mag-slide, I, I think, why not? Um, kukunin at kukunin ko yan. Other than these three, hindi na ako masyado interesado sa totoo lang mga paps. Um, maybe, um, Carmelo Anthony, THT, and Monk or Nan, alin man doon, Toscoin, tingnan natin kung ano yung rotation nila kasi there definitely magkakaroon ng times na uupo ang isa, dalawa, or even the three of them. So, I'm pretty sure yung mga yun ang mga gagawa kasi um, especially THT I think baka magkaroon siya ng big, bigger role na nawala na ngayon si Caruso. Ang kinakatakot ko lang is um, andyan si Carmelo Anthony and um, I think they will also they will also give uh, Carmelo Anthony a chunk of time and then um, you have Kent Basemore and Ariza 
maybe alternate uh, alternating sa uh, handling those uh, defensive wing chores and kasi 3 in dito mga to no pero alam mo yun uh, iyan yung kapalit ni KCP hindi ko pa rin nakikita ng ano ng, ng posibleng fantasy relevance eh. pero tingnan natin in deep leaguers maybe pero sa ngayon yun lang focus lang muna tayo dito sa tatlong to uh, unless otherwise Uh, makita natin uh, off-season na meron silang binabad na pang-apat na player. Pero um, we all know how Westbrook impacts other teams. So, <laughs> medyo hindi na ako aasa pa. Next team would be uh, ang, ang first runner-up last season itong Phoenix Suns. Wala masyadong pagbabago. They are trying to get today's young pero hindi pa rin nangyayari yun. So, sino ang main man na in-expect sa kanila? I think... Uh, it's still gonna be CP3 uh, for as the main man. Um, the question is, kaya pa ba niya? Um, last season was a revelation. I think same as LeBron. Inevitable yung decline eh. Uh, taon na yung binilang at sobrang tibay ni LeBron, sobrang tibay ni CP3. At this point, I think, tumataas na yung chance na, na bumaba yung laro niya. He's still a point guard pero fantasy-wise and even in reality, they they had their chance nakatikim na sila ng playoff, nakatikim na sila ng finals appearance. I'm, I'm pretty sure mag-strategize sila. So with that said, maybe mas i-conserve nila si CP3. Maybe. So if that's the case, Um, kung bababa ang, ang playing time ni CP3 or may mga games, uh, tataas yung mga games na hindi siya makapaglaro despite being the best fantasy option here, I think uh, it will definitely favor Devin Booker. Kasi itong si Devin Booker, um, tumataas yung performance siya kapag wala si uh, CP3. Uh, that's merely because of those additional assists. Eh. So, na hindi niya magawa kapag ganyan si CP3. Kasi wala namang defensive na stats na mabibigay si Devin Booker ang kanyang value uh, in his best season was actually driven by uh, high points or high scoring, high efficiency, and then uh, additional assist. So, yun yun eh. Um, kapag hindi nangyari yun, uh, mag-slide talaga at mag-slide siya. Kahit i-check nyo alin mong liga, uh, might it be Yahoo, ESPN, or Fantrax, medyo mababa yung value niya. Which I think ma-overdraft pa rin. Kasi syempre, mahilig ang mga tao sa high scorer. Pero yun, uh, for me, hindi ko siya, I don't think he deserves like that first or second round value as of the moment. Um, pero if you're banking na magbababaan laro ni CP3, and then, ano lang yan, yan eh, uh, parang parlay yan eh. Kung pupusta ka na ito na yung taon na medyo bababa or lalaylay laro ni CP3, lesser minutes, more missed games, then, Uh, you have to bet on Devin Booker as well. Uh, ano yan, CISO, uh, effect itong si Booker sa CP3. Other notable players here is DeAndre Ayton. Um, hindi ko pa alam kung anong consensus na reaction ng tao dito kasi maraming may ayaw kay DeAndre Ayton nung mga unang months. Pero yung performance niya during the playoffs, medyo nabura na ba yun? Uh, for me, um, Optimistic ako para kay Aiton, pero not super high. Last season, I was super high on him. Um, I, I, I thought he was a very solid second round player, pero I was wrong. Siyempre, <laughs> dahil sabaw, kasabawan yung pinakita niya ng mga unang buwan. Uh, 
alam ko sobrang magiging uh, mabilis yung transition and then uh, tulong uh, at influence nito ni CP3 sa kanya pero it took a lot of months before magwork yun. So, um, if you need field goal percentage, rebound points, solid to si DeAndre Ayton. I think he's a very uh, good big pa rin. Um, especially na nakaka, naka, ano man, nakapag-adjust na siya. So, I am expecting bigger things to, from DeAndre Ayton. Not necessarily a first round to second round value um, projection, pero yun, maybe third or fourth round yun. Swabing-swabing na to si DeAndre Ayton. Few couple more players na feeling ko could uh, you know provide value and then hindi na napapansin. Uh, number one, itong si Michael Bridges. Um, I don't think um, gusto siya ng mga tao kasi wala siyang isang solid na nagagawa. Masyado siyang versatile to the point na ano yun, hindi siya pansinin, parang hindi siya sexy pick. Kumbaga. So dahil doon, ano he'll definitely slide. And then 9-cut, sobrang, sobrang solid na nabibigay niyang value. Kasi yun nga, wala siyang nagagawang mali eh. Minsan nga lang, wala siyang literal na nagagawa. <laughs> Kasi ano eh, um, despite not playing much, um, hindi siya, hindi niya, hindi niya kailangan pumutok ng pumutok eh. Hindi, hindi yun yung role, role niya. So, efficiency, defense, saktong scoring lang yun. Yun yung mabibigay niya sa'yo. Um, though, yun nga, nine cuts twice, feeling ko, especially sa mga technical maglaro. Uh, malaking bagay na meron kang Michael Bridges kasi um, solid yung wing mo. Uh, and then, may upside din naman siya eh. Yun nga eh, papano kung uh, hindi bigla maglaro ng maglaro itong si CP3. So, yun yung upside niya. Medyo magbabump yung kanyang scoring Uh, role dito sa Phoenix Suns. He was actually very good last season though nga, hindi siya sobrang highlighted. So feeling ko isa siya doon sa nakikinig pa ko na magkakaroon pa ng value dito. Um in terms of deep leagues, um ang kapakipakinabang last season was uh, bata ko to eh, campaign. Cameron Payne kaso with the acquisition of Alfred Payton, hindi ko alam kung ano yung magiging hatian. Uh, I think okay pa rin naman si campaign. Uh, pwede din naman siya maglaro ng off-guard. Kailangan lang natin chicken yung rotation. Other than that, wala na ako nakikita solid na, na alam mo yun, player dito. Jay Crowder maybe, pero again, I would rather have a player with uh, higher upside kasi dun sa um, type of player na katulad ni Jay Crowder. Okay. So, last team sa Pacific Division would be Sacramento Kings. Um, main man, of course, para sa akin, De'Aaron Fox and Rishon Holmes. Yung dalawa. Solid uh, contribution. I think, versatility-wise, ang, ang problema lang naman nitong dalawang to, um, lalo na si De'Aaron Fox is yung percentages ng free throw. Pero other than that, solid yung stats na makukuha mo dito sa dalawang tayo from a point guard and center position. Uh, the Iron Fox is leaning more on that punt free throw build, pero um, points leagues palong-palo din ang value nito ni The Iron Fox. I'm expecting a lot more from him kasi alam mo yun, um, na, na drug test ata to. 
<laughs> kahapon dahil nagba medyo buff na siya ngayon so um if only he could improve that shooting and at more snipe siguro uh, yun yung magig next level ni Darren Fox Rashawn Holmes is you know Rashawn Holmes uh hindi siya kilalang pangalan so maybe in some uh, casual leagues hindi siya papansinin so if we can get him past 60 or 70 sobrang sobrang value pick na yun Bad Hill medyo nagdadalawang isip ako sa kanya um matunog kasi yung pangalan niya ever since eh, pero uh he has been he turned into that kind of like 3 and guy in terms of fantasy um steals and snipes yun yun yung makukuha mo sa kanya points Uh, ang isa sa kinatakot ko sa kanya is baka mapackage deal siya uh, maybe a trade to Simmons so um, I'm not sure if that helps his value pero yun kasi matagal na rin siyang vocal na gusto niyang umalis ng, ng Sacramento Kings eh. so yun yung parang medyo hold back sa akin pero alam yun uh, as a late mid value okay na rin naman yan lalo na kung kailangan mo ng tres ang nagpapababa lang naman talaga ng value para sa akin ni, ni Buddy Hill would be yung availability of those players that can provide uh, solid uh, snipes uh, the end of the round and even in free agency. So, medyo bumababa yung value niya dahil dun. Other notable players here, um, Marvin Bagley. Masasabi ko ba yan? Marami may gusto kay Marvin Bagley. Uh, wala na si Hassan Whiteside. Sila dalawa na lang ni uh, Rashan Holmes sa uh, backcourt. Pero hindi ako fan ni Marvin Bagley. Pero, I mean, kung Uh, deep league naman yan. Pwede. Pwede naman siya doon. Um, Tristan Thompson. Parang ito na yung pinalit nila kay Hassan Whiteside. Um, sa NBA, marami may gusto kay Tristan Thompson. I mean, in reality. So, I'm not sure how would he really help. Sana naman hindi niya ma-take ma, ma over ng role itong si uh, Rashan Holmes. Pero, um, I don't think, I mean, it's gonna be arguable kung sino mas okay na, na na player Marvin Bagley or Tristan Thompson in terms of production pero I'm pretty sure Tristan Thompson eh, I mean sorry Marvin Bagley kasi may, may potential pa siya to really improve uh, kaso yun nga hindi pa rin siya <laughs> hindi pa rin talaga siya um, nakikita ano, sobrang progress uh, other notable players dito siguro mga um, lagpas ng mid-tire would be ito si Harrison Barnes um, hindi lang siya sobrang consistent pero he took a, a step up last season so sana ma-continue yon and then um ang, ang ang tanong na lang dito i mean isa sa mga unclear na position battle would be um Tyrese Halliburton and Damian Mitchell so would they how 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 much time would they share um paano babalasahin itong rotation kasi Maganda din ang pinakita nito ni Tennis Davis last season eh. So, paano hahati-hatiin yan? Uh, Siyempre, si Tyrese Halliburton, sobrang solid na player niyan. Um, especially in uh, nine cat leagues. Pero, yung value niya kasi, hindi necessarily nanggagaling sa counting stats eh. Parang kalmado lang siya. Um, he is mature ahead of his age. Kaya, efficiency is uh, always solid. Pero, not majority of the builds sa sa category leagues isn't really driven by percentages so posibleng bumaba yung value niya because of that um, but not necessarily mean bababa din yung um, projected na stats na mabibigay niya I mean value in terms of paano siya binavalue ng mga GM na magdadrop sa kanya so, 
feeling ko yan. So, with that said, if you're really knowledgeable about uh, fantasy um, uh, uh, analysis in terms of stats, pabor sa'yo yun. Kasi makukuha mo ng, ng, ng mura itong si Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, I don't think basta-basta siya ma- masasapawan itong ni Davion Mitchell. Pero kasi um, medyo high ang Sacramento Kings kay Davion Mitchell din. Eh. So, um, tingnan natin. Uh, it's something na pwede nating balikan after uh, off-season. So, ayan. So, dahil dyan, mag-move na tayo sa next conference division ng uh, Western uh, Conference. With conference division eh. Uh, next division ng Western Conference, uh, punta tayo sa Southwest. Ito, ito yung medyo weird uh, para sa akin. Uh, despite being like the hottest team uh, in NBA in the recent years, parang hindi ako nakakita ng sobrang laking tulong na nakuha for uh, Luka Doncic. I, I'm, I'm not sure what's the plan, pero uh, konti lang yung move na ginawa ng Dallas Mavericks. And then, sakto lang, hindi siya big move eh. They got Moses Brown and then uh, well di, dalawang Brown kasi yung Sterling Brown di ko alam kung anong may tutulong niya ng uh, sobrang solid dahil um, though maganda kasi yung pinakita ni Sterling Brown sa Houston Rockets eh. so maybe that's something that they could also check pero um, kinuha din kasi si Reggie Bullock uh, which really performed well last season for the New York Knicks so di ko alam kung ano yung magiging role ni Sterling Brown dito but I'm pretty sure yung lahat ng minutes ni Josh Richardson, magahadi itong dalawa. Maybe more for Reggie Bullock. So, yun yung uh, addition na notable lang dito. Other than that, Simba na siya. Um, Luka Doncic is gonna be their main man. Um, as soon as he really improves his free throw percentages, dagdag pa ng, 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 ng depensa kasi last season nag-improve na yung depensa niya. Yun yun, yun yung hinihintay natin. Kapag nangyari yun, number one player na agad siya sa, sa fantasy. But for now, if we'll be hardly taking a, a look at his stats, he's actually not in the top 10. Pero, draft-wise, imposibleng lumagpas sa number 10 si Luka Doncic. <laughs> Kalokohan yun. May mga magpukuha pa sa kanya sa number one eh. Wala silang pakialam dun. Eh di magpapant na lang ako ng free throw, diba? So, almost similar to Yanis na. So with that said, um, I still think um, I personally won't take Luca in the top five. Well, maybe number five. Pero if I'm gonna be getting, I mean, planning to really get that value, um, yun na yung pinaka-highest na makuha, uh, plano kong kunin si Luca Four or five. Reason is, I think um, unless otherwise you have like a, a build specific for him, mas tataas yung, I mean, arguably, pwede mo na siyang kunis number one. Pero yung mga ahead sa kanya, mas, mas versatile pa rin eh, kasi sa napoprovide na stats ni Luka Doncic. Thing is, uh, he's one of the youngest among all of, actually, he's actually the youngest sa top five na yun. And then, I, 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 with that said, maybe yung number of games could impact that. And also, yung upside na wala, pa, wala masyado na bago sa Dallas. So, there's nothing to go but up. Mayroon pa siyang motivation to really perform more dahil masakit yung pagkatalo niya ng Slovenia dito sa Olympics. So, yun yung parang mga storyline na pwede mong i-angulo na non, 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 
stat-wise, but could eventually influence those stats um, during the season. So, kung Luka fan ka, pini ko yun yung mga optimistic uh, angles na pwede mong tingnan na para, sige, kunin ko ito ng top 3, kunin ko ito ng top 1. Para sa akin, ang, ang value pick for Dallas for this season could be Christoph Porzingis. Maybe mas nakapahinga siya. Uh, a healthy Christoph Porzingis is a borderline top first rounder actually. So, uh, yun lang naman talaga ang kulang sa kanya eh. And uh, ang tanong dito, papaloreyin ba ng papaloreyin si Moses Brown? I, I don't think so kasi medyo bata yan. Ang bago nilang coach nga pala mga pups, itong si Jason Kidd na medyo strict. So, um, looking at how Jason Kidd handled Milwaukee Bucks and uh, Brooklyn Nets before, medyo tight yung rotation yan at medyo uh, sasandal yan dun sa mga veterano niya. So, Tidjo Bullock, medyo aasahan natin to late rounder. Um, at least kung kailangan mo ng, ng snipes. And then maybe um, paminsan-minsan na JJ Riddick din. Again, kung snipes lang. Ang, ang question dito is, is sa center position, uh, mabibigyan ba ni Jason Kidd itong si Moses Brown kasi siya yung mas bata? Um, si Maxi Kleber kasi, saka si Dwight Powell, wala masyadong na-provide the solid na value. I doubt si Marjanovic siya mabibigyan ng more playing time. So, hindi ko itatouch yung mga players na yan. Ang, ang next, ang, ang posible kong itouch na lang dito is the likes of Tim Hardaway Jr. na next-ted ng malaking uh, kontrata din uh, in terms of uh, being that you know, player na hindi naman star. Pero um, fantasy-wise, he did a great job um, end of the season, uh, end of the regular season. Uh, so I think, at okay din naman yung pinakita niya. Lalo na nung mga times na wala si Luka Doncic. So, um, hindi mo lang siya maasahan sa ibang bagay. Pero points and tres, matik yan si Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, dulo ng drops, magandang solid na buo to. But other than that, wala na akong maiisip na pwede mong i-magic bonus dito eh. Maybe a trade could really help give way, pero lalo na sa, sa sa bigs, parang mahirap actually tingnan eh. Kung sino talaga yung mabibigyan ng uh, more playing time. Next na rin nga pala itong si WCS. Ewan ko kung bakit gustong-gusto nila to, pero nag-improve na rin naman tong si Willie Callista. So, yeah, medyo wala masyadong pinagbago dito sa Dallas Mavericks. Punta naman tayo sa Houston Rockets. Um, it's arguable na na si Christian Wood pa rin yung pinaka alam mo yun, main man na ng Houston. Kasi marami ng solid na acquisition in terms of you know um, future value. Especially itong ating kababayan na si Jalen Green. So with that said, um, fantasy-wise, I still think na si Christian Wood yung main man nila or top rocket na pwedeng i-draft. Kaso, um, you have to really watch out with uh, his health and also his free throws. Kasi hindi ko inexpect na sobrang bababa ng free throw percentage niya to the point na almost pantable na kapag meron kang Christian Wood. So, yan yung watch out yan. And syempre, yung health. Uh, mag-slide siya last year. Overdrafted siya. Second round, agawan yan, di ba? So, feel ko this season, kung makuha mo siya sa fourth round, sobrang value pick na nun. Another player na kailangan nating pag-usapan dito um, before talking about their rookies would be Jan Wall. I think, totodo siya sa mga unang months, pero with 
Houston Rockets approach of, you know, really tanking and getting and investing in the future, questionable ngayon. Kung buong season ba maglalaro si Januel, uh, ang, ang, ang silver lining nandito, makukuha natin siya ng mura at matutulungan niya tayo initial sa, sa season. So maybe draft him and then trade mo pagdating ng mid-season. Nagandang discuss yun kay Januel. Um, meron din namang posibilidad na himala na, alam mo yun, competitive competitor to si Januel. Eh. As long as he's healthy, feeling ko hindi, hindi siya basta-basta mababang. Pag-usapan naman natin yung mga rookies, I think Jalen Green is the most, uh, you know, uh, best contributor uh, sa lahat ng mga rookies nila. Magiging main wing agad ba siya? It's gonna be a big question with KPJ around. I think mas mapapriority muna si KPJ, pero as uh, a month goes by, I think may chance na ma- kung hindi mo sila magsasabay maglaro. Um, kasi, alam mo yan, pwede naman mag-uno si KPJ. I think um, at some point ma- malaki yung chance na ma- ma- maungusan ni Jalen Green kasi may hatak to sa fans. He's actually the future uh, ng-, ng Houston Rockets. So, baka mabigay sa kanya yung pathway na yon. Pero KPJ is still there. Uh, ang problema lang naman kay KPJ yung efficiency niya, yung negative stats na nabibigay niya. And then of course, Jalen, uh, I mean, John Wall and uh, Eric Gordon na ahead dun sa position niya. Speaking of Eric, Eric Gordon, hindi ko alam kung saan siya ilalagay pero feeling ko kapag available siya, kukuha-kuha pa rin siya ng oras eh. Uh, other um, notable players here, um, especially yung uh, isa sa mga paborito kong rookies this season would be Alperen Sengun. Uh, I would be super excited kung magsasabay sila ni Christian Wood sa front court kaso kinuha din kasi nila si um, uh, Vanilla Daniel Tayes eh. so um, ewan ko Tayes is gonna be their legit center pero Wood played a lot of center minutes last season eh. sobrang dalang ng PF minutes siya so um, Wood, Wood slide and then make Daniel Tayes like that center so at least uh, mas magkakaroon pa ng ng alam mo minutes itong si Singun kasi talagang quality yung nabibigay niya stats eh. kitang-kita naman nung uh, Summer League though pang batang laro yung Summer League eh, iba pa rin yun pero international player to and I, I still be- I actually believe in him uh, that goes as well dun sa wing position eh uh, last season uh, malaki yung naitulong sa mga fantasy teams nitong ni Jason Tate and I, I still believe na ganun pa rin yung mabibigay niya. Last round, pwedeng magic buhon natin itong si Jishon Tate. Um, thing is, um, we have also uh, itong si Daniel House Jr. na healthier. Bagong salta na si Usman Garuba na maganda din yung performance nung, uh, nung Summer League. Ta- Andiyan din si ano, tawag dito, DJ Wilson mga athletic freak. So yung yung forward position nila hindi ko sure kung paano nila hahati-hatiin yun o mag-stick sila doon sa usual rotation. David Duabe and Kenyon Martin Jr. kumukuha din ng minutes niya doon sa forward. So um, maraming pwedeng makakuha ng role and then kung sino man makakuha ng pinakamaraming minutes matik magiging fantasy relevant. Pero for now dahil hindi pa natin alam yung distribution ng minutes, medyo iiwasan ko yung mga players na yan. So stick muna tayo dun sa mga kilala natin sa, sa medyo sure yung role. 
So, yan. Yan ang masasabi ko dyan sa Houston Rockets. Naman tayo sa ito, ano to eh, second uh, favorite team ko to sa West talaga. All time. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, by the way, shout out to Zebo saka kay uh, Tony Allen, the grandfathers, dahil nare-retire yung jerseys nila. And then, yun, sobrang solid, sobrang solid yung dalawang Grizzlies na yun. Pero going back, um, for this, Memphis Grizzlies, for me, um, I think there's a lot of uh, fantasy basketball analysts that also agrees with me that the best fantasy player, and for me, best, still the best projected player in reality as well would be Triple J para sa Memphis Grizzlies. Maraming fans si Jamorant, I do understand that electrifying talaga siya. Pero pag titignan mo yung stats, Jaren Jackson talaga and how he really influence yung, uh, yung, yung game. Also, sobrang rare din nung kaya niyang i-provide uh, para siyang 3ND na center. Diba? Uh, agile and shoots a lot of snipes. So, sobrang solid talaga ng Jaren Jackson. Ang, ang butas lang naman talaga sa, sa, sa career and then sa image ni Jaren Jackson is yung injury history niya. So, a healthy uh, Jaren Jackson, kahit hindi ka na maglaro ng 30 minutes, kahit 20-20 minutes lang, para ka nang nakakuha ng improved version ni Time Lord na tumitira sa labas. So, yun yung quality ni Jaren Jackson. Ang, ang butas kasi niya, papala, aside dun sa, sa kanyang injury history, would be yung sobrang daming fouls niya, especially in rookie season. Pero stats, reality, and fantasy, sobrang-sobrang promising. So, I think he's the top player here. Pero if I'm gonna be conservative enough, um, of course, Jamorant, hindi ka naman magkakamari dyan. Pero compared dun sa expected yung value ni Jamorant, I don't think he is a second rounder, which is the he, where he was drafted last season, second to third round. So para sa akin, hindi. I would draft him in the middle rounds uh, just because um, hilaw pa yung stats na po-provide niya. Walang masyadong... Uh, solid na stress, mababa yung percentages, um, walang depends pa. So, I think um, nasa plano naman nila yan eh. Na talagang bigyan pa ng more exposure itong si um, Jamorad. Pero kung assist at assist lang din, isa to sa pinaka solid na guards na magbibigay sa ng dimes. And then, uh, deep league last bunot or last pick for me na magandang Uh, testingan or ano yun, roleta ng kapalaran etong si Coco Melton di Andino Melton so um, lahat ng mahilig sa fantasy na medyo technical lahat ng mga nagpa-follow doon sa mga international sports analyst natin sobrang in love na in love sa may bibigay sa atin ito or kaya ibigay ni Andino Melton kaso after ilang season hindi pa rin siya nabibigay ng solid minutes eto na kaya yun dahil maraming hindi naman mala, marami nabitawan si Rondo, nabitawan si isa kong babang, isa ko pang bata na si Grayson Allen. So, um, the thing is, um, andyan pa si Tyce Jones, andyan pa si Desmond Bain, pero I think kailangan talaga nilang bigyan to si Anthony Melton. So, kaya sobrang solid na sugalan yan. Mid-tire Grizzlies na pwede mong kuhanin, I think Kyle Anderson who really played uh, sobrang solid last season. So, um, despite Triple J being there, I think itong si uh, Triple J kaya din maglaro ng center. So, it will definitely give Kyle Anderson uh, like room 
to really play that three or four. And then also, importante sa kanila to si Kel Anderson kasi he's like the second uh, playmaker dito sa Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Steven Adams could, uh, could also provide values that goes as well with Dylan Brooks. Ang problema ko lang sa kanila, limited yung mga laro nila. Um, matik pant ka na ng free throw kapag may Steven Adams ka. And I don't think sobrang daming minutes ang mabibigay kay Steven Adams. I might be wrong, pero andyan kasi Xavier Tillman eh. Uh, nabanggit ko na to pagka-draft pa lang niya uh, dati kasing magka-team itong si Triple J sa si Tillman at kita niya naman kung gano'ng solid maglaro itong si Xavier Tillman so uh, feeling ko sila yung back, uh, front court of the future so that's the reason why uh, nag-aalangan ako kay Steven Adams and then um, other than that wala na akong makitang iba na pwedeng uh, pumutok eh. medyo malalim to masyado itong Memphis Grizzlies um, watch out for Brandon Clark Uh, isa to sa parang medyo pumotok or umugong na, na player for the past seasons and then really never uh, never siya nagmaterialize eh. so kapag na-overdraft yan uh, swerte mo kasi yun, for sure marami pa mag-slide so with that said lipat naman tayo sa next uh, team natin which is the New Orleans Pelicans medyo revamp to may mga moves silang ginawa may mga players na nawala at mayroong mga players na Uh, makabago hindi mo makabago na uh, may chance to have a bigger role for uh, this season I think Zion Williamson is gonna be their main man especially na nawala si Lonzo Ball um, not necessarily mean na alam mo yun kukunin niya lahat ng uh, <coughs> points and all nandiyan pa rin naman si Baranon Ingram kaya kung lang nabanggit si Lonzo Ball is uh, nawala sila nawalan sila ng sobrang main facilitator to the point na I, I think there's a big chance na uh, umasa sila sa, sa point forward play ni Zion Williamson at saka ni Brandon Ingram. Uh, napakita na to last season ni Zion Williamson. Uh, he really played that kind of like point forward uh, approach back in his college days, actually high school days. So, um, malay mo eh, balik yan. Kasi hindi naman kumuha ng, so, ng, ng legit na point guard ng... Um, New Orleans eh. Si Mang Tomas lang nakuha. Which is, I think, uh, if sa kanya papunta yung point guard position at uh, traditional lang approach, then, uh, para sa akin, magandang magic bonus itong si Mang Tomas. Kasi, he could defend and then he could actually uh, play make. So, kaya okay si Mang Tomas. Ang problema, um, isa sa mga bagong salta din ng New Orleans Pelicans eh, itong si uh, Devontae Graham. Uh, he can actually facilitate, he can actually create place. Ang problema sa kanya, medyo takaw-tira ito eh. Brick City itong si Devante Graham. So, um, he could be a better off-guard player for, for uh, New Orleans. Tapos uno itong si Mang Tomas or maybe mas okay siya na six man. So, tingnan natin kung anong gagawin nila. Pero yun nga, um, if, if lang naman, ah, hindi ako sure, pero sana mangyari. Optimistic ako. kung talagang maging main guard nila si Mang Tomas, uh, ano yan, ma- magiging magic bonus yan. Uh, take note nyo lang kasi dito sa New Orleans Pelicans, wala na si SVG. Ang bago ng coach nito ng New Orleans Pelicans si Willie Green. So if he goes, they go back dun sa past phase na laro nila, aba, eh, mag-aabang tayo ng madaming stats para dito sa New Orleans Pelicans. Speaking of madaming stats, um, dahil maraming titira, <laughs> sakto, andiyan si Devontae Graham, 
um, posibleng ma-maintain pa rin ni J-Val, itong si Jonas Valanciunas, ang kanyang value. Si sobrang tako sa rebound. Kung matakaw sa tira, si Devontae Graham, si Valanciunas naman is tako sa rebound. So, this is the first time that uh, New Orleans gets like a very, very uh, versatile center. Uh, I understand na okay si Steven Adams last year, pero it didn't work. Um, Defensive-wise, yes, pero yun. Uh, ngayon, mas okay yung player nila. I think, um, offensively, meron na silang uh, pupuntahan na player down the post. And uh, Valanciunas actually extends his uh, shooting. Like, you know, man, mid-reach, mid-reach, minsan tumitira pa nga ng tresto. So, I think, hindi magagawa ni Valanciunas yung nagawa niya na kasulidan or performance last season. Pero, feeling ko hindi nalalayo. Uh, compared doon sa ibang uh, assumption na ano may, sobrang da-down player niya kasi niya si Brandon Ingram at si Zion Williamson. Uh, I think baka nga mas maging well-rounded ang laro niya kasi kakailanganin yung depensa niya though hindi siya kilala sa uh, pagiging defender. Pero ano may, uh, there's a big chance na mag-uptick yung blocks na mapoprovide nito ni Jonas Valanciunas just because New Orleans Pelicans needs that presence uh, down low. Uh, hindi naman mabibigay basta-basta even in, ni, ni Zion kasi si Zion ano to eh uh, off-ball defend, defender hindi siya alam yun up-front na, na defender. So balikan lang natin yung uh, isa kong nabanggit kanina Devontae Graham solid na pick yan uh, late mid-rounds quality siya kung uh, kaya, wala kang pakialam doon sa field goal percentage mo. Uh, ang nakaka hindi naman nakakatakot ang kailangan lang natin i-double check din natin would be the rotation kasi uh, si now or Nicole Alexander Walker was given like a solid role uh, down the stretch. So, um, tingnan natin kung paano babalasahin ng Willie Green itong rotation ng guardia nila kasi maraming hindi takot na hindi tumira dito sa New Orleans Pelicans. Ang hindi ko nababanggit dito ay isa doon sa mga pinaka-versatile player nila, si Brandon Ingram. Para sa akin, rock solid yung value niya. Though, hindi ako nag-expect ng malaking changes. Um, tapos na yung maliligayang araw niya eh. Nung, nung siya lang ang main man ng Pelicans last last season, feeling ko that's the best season he, he will ever have. Unless otherwise, alam mo yun, knock on the wood, may injury itong si Zion Williams. Ano Pero so, kaya hindi ko siya nababanggit. Ano na siya, rock solid na siya dun sa value niya. Other possible na magic hugot dito would be maybe Kira Lewis kung siya talaga yung magiging starter over Mark Thomas. Or also Josh Hart. Kasi itong si Josh Hart, kapag nabibigyan ng playing time talaga, nagpo-provide niya ng 3 rebounds. Eh. At rebound din to eh. So, um, yun. Yun lang yung nakikita ko dito. Other than that, wala na akong maisip ng ibang player na yun, biglang pumutok. Uh, maybe in deep, deep leagues, if you need snipes, uh, sobrang ganda ng pinakita ni Trey Murphy during summer league. Maybe. Maybe mabigyan din siya ng playing time. Next natin, would be my team. San Antonio Spurs. Nako, excited ako para sa San Antonio Spurs. Uh, maraming salamat sa contribution ng Demar DeRozan. So ngayon, medyo uh, full-blown uh, youngsters na in some sense itong San Antonio Spurs. So with that said, uh, I'm a super fan of Derek White. So I think this is gonna be big for Derek White. As long as he is healthy, um, meron kaming discussion ng mga Uh, dito, staff writers ng Roto World or NBCH a few days ago about uh, picking Dejounte Murray or, or me picking uh, Derek White over Dejounte Murray 
So, I understand. Parang kung gusto to, sparse, sparse fan ako, super fan ako ng sparse. Pero, fantasy-wise, um, I think mas versatile yung mapoprovide ni uh, Derek White. Dikit yung dalawa. Pero, there's, for me, uh, I'm banking on uh, Derek White to be that uh, better fantasy player for this season. And, uh, that is, um, depending on his health, yun lang naman ang question dyan eh. As long as he's healthy para sa akin, sobrang solid na mabibigay nito ni Derek White. Pero kung gusto mo maging safe, edi ang piliin mo itong isa niyang katropa niya, si Dejounte Murray, we're in. Um, though, hindi sobrang versatile yung nabibigay niya, pero palong-palo naman yun sa, sa steals, o umangat na yung assist niya last season, and then syempre, yung out, out of position rebound niya, isa to sa pinakamatakaw sa rebound na, na, na mga guard. So, palong-palo yan, dalawang yan. Mid-round, super solid value picks ito. Itong, itong backcourt ng San Antonio. Especially with Demar DeRozan out. Wala nang ibang kukuha ng uh, alam mo yun, ng mata, ng, ng, ng shots dyan sa San Antonio. Ang um, posible na kumuha na babanggating ko na deep league uh, value pick would be Keldon Johnson. Ang problema, mas siya sa points leagues over uh, category leagues kasi um, medyo limited yung nabibigay niya stats eh. Pero rebound wise, uh, meron din tres saka points yan. Keldon Johnson tayo. Um, points, usapang points leagues, I think, um, kailangan ding uh, mabanggit natin itong si Lonnie Walker. Um, especially, wala na ngayon si Patty Mills. So, would that be an upgrade? Kaso kasi, kinuha din nila si uh, Doc McDee. Eh. So, McDermott. So, feeling ko, he, he would start and uh, he will definitely bring that much-needed outside presence. Eh. So, I think, kung kailangan mo ng snipes, okay na okay din si McDee. Eh. Um, other than that, I think kailangan ko nang bangitin yung isa sa mga favorite na pickup ko for this season as well. Value pick would be Jakob Pertl. Marami nang nakalimot kay Jakob Pertl. I still think he's gonna be a solid uh, center down the, down the draft. Um, isa siya doon sa mga solid na center sa bandang dulo na pwede niyong pag-agawan. Alam mo yun, kung masyado kang nakakuha ng madaming guard, eto yung nag-slide sa bandang dulo si Jacob Pertl. So, para sa akin, uh, hindi siya pasok sa lahat ng bill. Uh, matik, pant ka na dito. And then also medyo tamad kong tumira. So, other than that, rebounds and blocks andyan. So, for me, solid pa rin yung mabibigay net ni Jacob Pertl. Deep leaguers, um, uh, unless otherwise matrade pala si Tadeus Young, I think he's gonna be a solid addition for uh, San Antonio Spurs and I also believe na makakapag-contribute siya fantasy-wise. And it could be a very, very sneaky uh, player na makapag-provide ng value. Again, as long as hindi siya matrade. Kung matrade siya sa Phoenix Suns, I think almost similar value. Ang, ang iniisip ko lang dun eh, paano hahatiin yung playing time ni um, uh, Jay Crowder saka nito ni, ni, ni Tadeus Young. Pero pwede din kasi maglaro ng center ko si Tadeus Young kaya okay ito eh. Aside from doon sa mga players na yun, wala na akong makita na pwedeng pumutok. Brain Forbes, minsan talaga pumutok yan kung kailangan mo ng tres, pero mga waiver or wire pickups na lang yung mga yan eh. Doon sa draft mismo, um, kung, kung sobrang healthy lang si Zach Collins, okay sana si Zach Collins. Eh. Kaso, again, kung. Isang malaking kung. Punta na tayo dito sa huling division ng Western Conference, which is yung North uh west starting from the defending mvp na hindi nabigyan 
<laughs> hindi na bigyan ng madaming ano, airtime sa TV. Ewan ko ba kung ba't ganun. Dahil ba white guy or uh, international player itong si um, Nikola Jokic. Pero ang uh, expected ko, mas madaming airtime ang Denver. Sana this season. And dagdagan, pero ano yun, sobrang baba kumpara sa ibang uh, teams. Pero well, okay lang naman yan. Uh, para kay Jokic, I believe. Pero siya pa rin ang number one fantasy player. Siya pa rin ang number one player uh, ng Denver Nuggets. Uh, wala akong ibang mababanggit dito kay Jokic kundi gumanda yung katawan niya. So let's see kung anong magiging epekto nun. Medyo buff. Bas, mas buff na tong si Jokic this season. Uh, hot kumo, hot uh, prospect for this season as well is itong uh, kanilang pasaway na uh, youngster. It's MPJ that has been really, you know, been to several uh, concerns before. Hindi nagmemesh sa mga team. Uh, maraming uh, ginagawang questionable outside of the court. Pero, pagdating sa fantasy, wala man tayong pakialam doon unless otherwise matulad ka kay Kyrie Irving na maapektuhan yung game or magkaroon ka ng COVID dahil sa kapabayaan, di ba? So, setting that aside, uh, I'm expecting big things for MPJ, especially with Jan- Jamal Murray out. And then, feeling ko matatagal na pa si Jamal Murray. And, uh, questionable nga para sa akin kung uh, draftable pa siya parang gusto gusto na gusto ko na siyang ilinya sa 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 tabi ni Kawhi Leonard sa talaga na talagang alam mo hindi na draftable for this season. So with that said, um, big things is some uh, are, are gonna happen with MPJ. Meron siyang sobrang solid na, na facilitator out of Jokic. So kailangan na lang niyang gawin ay convert at i-convert 'yon. So tingnan natin. At kung mag-miss yung season na to para kay MPJ. Para sa akin, ito yung low-key magic punot for me. Uh, it's gonna be the thrill, Will Barton. Medyo um, umedad na siya. 30 na tong si Will Barton. Pero the, the opportunities there, he is something, is someone that, um, you know, um, Denver was leaning to back in the days. Nung hindi pa sila, hindi pa glory days niya. Uh, medyo bata-bata pa tong si thrill. Talagang, alam mo yun, ah, uh, nagtatap 50 pa to si si Will Barton maybe uh, that's gonna happen this season walang Gary Harris walang Jamal Murray so um, down the stretch gusto kong isa sa mga favorite last player pick ko to si Will Barton eh. speaking of uh, last picks um, pwede nyo din pagpilian itong si Facundo ilabas ng pagkain Campazo at saka itong si Um, Monte Morris kasi dahil walang guardia so alin alin lang naman niya sa dalawa mamimili ka mas gusto mo ba yung points mas gusto mo ba yung assist um, posibleng mas madaming minutes si Monte Morris pero um, fantasy wise kasi mas fantasy friendly yung laro ni Pacundo uh, eh so tingnan natin ang rotation sa ngayon um, let's just set Monte Morris as that you know a winner dun sa position battle na yun but I don't think sobrang laking minutes yung difference nila. Feeling ko talaga kailangan pa rin nila. Si Campazo, um, he's, uh, he's, he was actually good last season not only in facilitating the ball but also defending. So, yun yung nakikita kong advantage ni Campazo over uh, Monte Morris kung sakaling mamimili yung coach nila. Um, other than that, sino pa ba? Aaron Gordon uh, maybe uh, gets a bump especially in the scoring uh, category kasi alam mo walang Jamal Murray. So, mar- maraming uh, punto sa mga wala. Kaso, hindi kasi consistent to si Aaron Gordon. Still, 
kung padulo na yan at kailangan mo ng magic bunot, uh, why not? Um, nagti-triple double pa nga ako si Aaron Gordon. Kaso ang, ang main difference niya, ng role niya dito sa Denver over uh, sa Orlando. Kaya siya nakapag-triple double doon. Nakakapagdala siya ng bola. Dito naman kasi, hindi na niya kailangan gawin. So, puro na lang siya cut, puro siya alley-oop. So, yun. Punta naman tayo sa Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, cut, I'm super high on cut this season. I think um, he deserves to be in the top three conversation. Um, definitely top five fantasy. Kapag lumang pa siya sa top five, sobrang doon pa lang value pick na yan si Carl Anthony Towns. So, um, it's gonna be the first solid season of their new coach last year. Si Finch, uh, very offensive-minded. So, tingnan natin kung ano yung may dudulot nito kay Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Pero ako, hindi ako natatakot na i-drop si Carl Anthony Towns early. Uh, he's gonna be a very solid uh, first rounder for this season. Uh, next nating maganda pag-usapan dito is Anthony Edwards na sobrang high ang mga tao. Not only um, in drafts but also in the terms of sports analysis, reality and then fantasy. So internationally talagang high and high sila kay Anthony Edwards last season. Hindi ako sobrang high kay Anthony Edwards pero he really proved me wrong kasi marami pa siyang ibang ginawa. Thing is, last season, hindi masyado nakapaglaro si Kat, uh, though nagpangabot naman sila, hindi nakapaglaro si Dilo, wala si Malik Beasley. So, um, ano kayang mangyayari this uh, season wherein mas kompleto na sila? So, um, I'm, I'm fine getting Anthony Edwards in the middle round pero I, I won't definitely reach Uh, Anthony Edwards unless otherwise bigla kong kakailanganin ng points kasi uh, last few games ni Anthony Edwards is providing top 50 value so sobrang solid nun also kailangan ko din pangitin uh, na wala dito sa picture na to would be itong si uh, D'Angelo Russell so um, it could be a comeback season for him as long as he's healthy Uh, remember, um, there was a time that D'Angelo Russell was a second round, third round player. Kaso na injury and then yun nga, uh, masyado lang talaga siyang naging uh, super main man ng Brooklyn nun. So that's the reason why nakakuha siya ng solid stats. Pero again, uh, think, feeling ko swak siya dun sa, sa coach. So as long as he's healthy, I think he could really uh, provide that super value. Lalo na uh, almost round 8 na nadadraft tong si DeAngelo Russell eh, value pick na value pick to doon um, other players that I'm excited of um, yun nga um, kakabalik lang ni Malik Beasley last pick why not uh, malay mo ma-injury si DeAngelo Russell so kualiting uh, bunot itong si Malik Beasley hindi takot tumira and actually he played uh, super good when Connor Anthony Townsend Dilo was out so Uh, thing is, bumalik na yung dalawa, tapos nandiyan pa si Anthony Edwards. So, yun yung malaking balakid para dito kay Malik Beasley. One of my favorite uh, pickups uh, from the waiver wire last season, Jaden McDaniels. So, um, high sa kanya, yung mga coach. Ang tanong lang is, mag-translate ba to dun sa playing time and role niya? Hindi siya masyado mahilig tumira eh. Tapos, ang dami pong offensive player ng, ng Minnesota. Pero other than that, lahat na parang stats aside from the uh, sa tawag dito sa scoring sobrang solid well dimes as well pero tumitira siya ng tres nagbibigay siya ng steals na pagbigay siya ng madaming blocks as well 
Araw may rebound din siya. So, um, I'm expecting big things at uh, Jaden McDaniels and you can actually get him uh, very low. Ang problema lang is pasok siya sa mga usapan or trade rumors uh, sa package to get Ben Simmons kung hindi isasama itong si Nadilo. Akalong ko Malik Beasley, Jaden McDaniels plus picks and more. So, tingnan natin. Sana hindi siya matrade. Uh, isama ko na lang din siguro to dito sa sa Minnesota would be Nasrid na nakakapag-provide ng solid na value in limited minutes. So, in deep-deep leagues, uh, magandang pick-up din yun si Nasrid. Uh, magic bunot, kumbaga. Punta naman tayo sa OKC Thunder. Nako, ito ang nagpasakit ng ulo natin. Shea uh, Gilgius Alexander. Um, makakatulong ba siya sa atin? O, makaka- o hindi? Pero kung mag-slide siya, baka makompensate na nun yung uh, missing more than 20 games for the season, di ba? Makuha mo siya ng fourth round. Pwede na. Fifth round. Pero fini ko mag-slide siya dahil dun sa konsepto na ano yun. Hindi siya basta-basta maglalaro. So, ang discarte dyan, discarding January na na-share ko kanina, pick up mo siya pagdating ng mid-season, uh, i-trade mo na siya. Yun yun yung pwedeng uh, discard kay Shea. Pero malayo naman natin. Maglaro at maglaro siya. Ang, ang kinakatakot ko lang kasi sa kanya, feeling ko magiging aalagaan siya ng OKC. Yun lang naman. Uh, konting magreklamo lang yan, hindi na yan papalaro yan. Yun yung, yun yung kinakatakot ko sa kanya. Pero I'm pretty sure mas, I mean, there will come a point, especially in sa mga unang buwan na sobrang solid nung uh, value na mabaprovide dito sa mga nag-draft sa kanya. So, ang question ngayon doon, magtitiwala ka ba sa kanya hanggang dulo or itetrade mo na siya? Next player, syempre yung bata natin, si Pokey, the human pogo stick, Alexej Pokosevsky, I think. Uh, deep leagues and last round picks, quality uh, bunot itong si uh, Alexej Pokosevsky. Uh, he can almost do everything pero raw pa siya. So, expect na mababa yung field goal percentage, mataas yung PO. Josh Giddy, um, he could start slow, pero uh, sobrang taas ng upside niya. Isa siya sa, uh, again, favorite na rookies ko for this season. Maybe siya nga ata talaga yung pinaka-favorite na rookie for this season. And uh, si Sengun. So, nabanggit ko na agad to eh. Before pa lang eh. Uh, nung nalaman ko na magpapadraft. So, um, tingnan natin kung magta-translate siya. Kasi si Tio Mali doon, nung nabigyan ng playing time, hindi na nawala doon sa starter, di ba? So, if uh, this could work, uh, magandang lineup yan. Josh Yidi versus, and, ah, hindi pala versus, Josh Yidi sa katong si Shea. Uh, speaking of Tio Mali doon, I don't think na kukontinue yung ginawa niya last season, especially na may additional pa na para sa akin, mas magaling sa kanya in terms of uh, the point guard position. Um, sino pa bang pwede pag-usapan dito? Well, uh, nalimutan natin. Ludort, um, he really exploded several games. I think matatandaan ng tao yan. Posibleng ma-overdraft siya. Um, posibleng magtumama yung kanilang uh, assumption. Pero kasi um, those games were the games na maraming wala. So, ayun. Uh, it's gonna be hard for me to see na magawa niya yun whilst andyan si Shea tapos 
alam mo yun, uh, kompleto yung mga players like Beasley nakuha pa rin ng bola. Speaking of Beasley, mas down na ako sa kanya last season. Tinagagawan siya kaso, ayun. <laughs> Sini binutas ng field goal percentages niyo. Hindi ko naman mag-i-improve siya kaso um kung paano siya maglaro last season parang uh, matatagalan pa bago niya magawa yung next big step. So kung wala tayong makukuha doon sa mga well, ang ang isa pa sa mga bata na naisip ko na pwedeng gumawa dito would be ito si Isaiah Roby and then si Kenrich Williams more on Isaiah Roby. So uh, isa pa tong Swiss Army knife itong si Isaiah Roby. So excited ako para kay Isaiah Roby. Kaso yun nga kung hindi magwo-work tong mga bata, doon tayo sa matanda kay Derek Favors. Kasi um, if Derek Favors is gonna be playing that Al Horford role, aba eh gagawat gagawat si Derek Favors. I think He is worthy of that uh, deep league um, no, uh, priority pick or even uh, uh, solid solid last pick din kung kailangan mo ng center. Punta tayo dito sa Portland Trail Blazers. Sa Portland Trail Blazers, obviously, ang ating main man dyan is Damian Lillard. Um, ang problema sa Portland siguro, um, hindi sobrang okay nung uh, ano niya, schedule. Eh. So, it's something that you could also check out if Uh, naiilang kayo dun sa I mean part yun sa consideration nyo in terms of drafting pero other than that you can't really be super safe kung kay, kay Damian Lillard I mean isa sa mga safe picks eh. um, durability wise stat wise you can't go wrong with Damian Lillard eh. I mean, so wala lang ko ibang masasabi kay Damian Lillard. Congrats na lang. Pakakasal lang nito ni Damian Lillard. Value pick for me would be Yusuf Nurkic. Again, um, health-wise, top 20. Kaso, yun yung malaking question mark. Pero, alam mo yun, um, I think they've learned a lot. He really provided solid stats down the stretch. So, If you can get him on a value, despite that uh, injury risk, ako isusugal ko na yun. Um, Larry Nance is also a solid pick here. Bakit? Pag na-injury si <laughs> Nurkic, piling ko si Nance ang magiging busy kasi um, they've tried Robert Covington. Pero para sa akin, mas versatile si Larry Nance kasi mas malaki. But can also do, uh, stretch the floor. That can also really provide solid defense. And not only that, he can also facilitate. So I think He really, uh, you know, has that um, solid uh, backup potential in terms of really mimicking what Nurkic can do. Kasi kaya din niyang gawin yun. So I think he's gonna be a sneaky late round pick. Ito si Larry Nance as handcuff for Nurkic. Um, Robert Covington is a very solid mid-round uh, value. Started super, super slow, pero ended up uh, with a good uh, value last season. Tingnan natin, andyan na si Larry Nance, pero feeling ko malaki pa rin yung contribution na mabibigay ni Robert Covington. Another player na uh, solid dito last season before being injured was CJ McCollum. The decline was expected, um, especially andito na din si Norman Powell. I think um, we're actually banking on CJ McCollum to be that perfect um, guard. Kasi iyon yung dahilan kaya umangat yung value niya eh. Taas ng percentage, ang daming stress, ang taas ng points. So, medyo questionable yun kung kaya pa rin niya isustain yun. Pero, hindi natin masasabi. 
Um, para sa akin, solid pa rin siya na, na off-guard sa mid-rounds or maybe late mid-rounds. Hindi ka pa rin magkakamali dyan. Last season lang niya, halos na injury. So, um, solid value pa rin for CJ McCollum. Norman Powell, on the other hand, mag-slide yan. And then again, uh, he really, you know, naging swak siya dito sa Portland Blazers. Eh. So, he's without Carmelo in the scene. Feeling ko, ma- ma- I'm expecting really uh, a big role for Norman Powell. Eh, itong si Robert Covington, hindi din masyado nagtititira. <laughs> uh, and then itong si Larry Nance, hindi din known for being a scorer. So Norman Powell will really help the whole team in terms of scoring. Uh, uh, in terms of scoring in general. Tapos yung iba, sila na bahala. <laughs> Other than that, wala na akong nakikitang Tony Snell. Yan. I-draft nyo yan kung gusto nyong uh, makakita ng itlog pero mataas ang minutes. Hindi <laughs> naman, hindi naman. Malay naman natin kay Tony Snell. Last team, mga paps. Sila ko sa isang oras na target natin. Pero ito, last team, Utah Jazz. Pretty much the same. Oh, walang pagbabago. Uh, ang, ang, ang kailangan lang natin i-take note dito would be um, Rudy Gay. Ano yung magiging role niya para sa Utah Jazz? I don't think it's gonna be a big role. Pero last season, naging contributor pa rin naman siya sa Spurs. So, um... That's actually an upgrade, especially na itong si Boyan Bogdanovic, kapag wala, pag hindi nahuhulog yung tira niya, wala siya natutulong eh. So I guess doon papasok si Rudy Gay kasi he could really, you know, uh, defend even though being that thunder, <laughs> that that age, that, that, that 35-year-old uh, forward, kaya pa rin naman niya sumabay sa mga bata eh. La, kumpara naman natin kay Bo, Boyan Bogdanovic medyo matanda rin niya si Boyan eh kaso wala siya talagang depensa so feeling ko yun yung uh, difference lang dito um, other than that almost the same eh Donovan Mitchell would he really step up more uh, he up, up ba siya dun sa challenge ni Shaq last season kasi looking at it uh, oo pumutok siya na pumutok pero fantasy wise hindi yun basta basta makakatulong kasi wala naman nagdag sa stats eh Uh, may panakalakang games na tumaas yung steals niya and then tumataas yung assist niya. Pero ewan ko kung kaya niyang gawin yun buong season. It's, it's gonna be a different story. Unless otherwise, na on the wood, itong si Mike Conley ay eh, ma-injury pa rin. So yun yung magiging problema eh, itong si Mike Conley. Kaya um, pag biglang nawala si Mike Conley, um, magbabump lahat. Uh, especially itong si Donovan Mitchell. Pero kaganaan kay Mike Conley, late mo na siya madadrop. So if he could stay healthy. Value pick naman siya. So, it's a really, you know, it's a CISO battle. Uh, nasa sa'yo na yung kusin ka pupusta. Other notable players here, deep leaguers, Joe Ingles, Tito Joe, of course, laging tumutulong yan, lalo na kung may injury si Mike Conley, na on the wood. Uh, andyan din naman itong si uh, Royce O'Neal. Um, nakakatulong na rin siya. Hindi din sobrang daming stats, pero quality um, rebounds and then points pa naka-naka-tres. Uh, kabayan Jordan Clarkson. Itong mga to kasi parang feeling ko hindi na dapat pag-usapan kasi ex- kung anong in-expect natin, madideliver na nila and I don't think there's like another gear para ma-improve yung fantasy game nila. Parang almost the same. That goes as well with Rudy Gobert. 
hindi um, ko na alam kung ano pong pwedeng improve eh. May improve niya yung free throw niya, I doubt. Maybe points or scoring. Pero other than that, basang-basa mo na yung mabibigay na value ng Utah Jazz sa'yo. Kaya, doon ako magpo-focus doon sa bagong salta. Which is, itong si Hassan Whiteside. So, I eh, if I'm not sure how many minutes ang uh, nakuha ni um, Derek Favors last season. Pero feeling ko, itong si um, Derek Favors got at least around 20 minutes or at least 15 to 20 minutes. So if that's the case, at makakuha ni Hassan Whiteside yun, feeling ko more than enough na yun. Kayang-kaya na ni Hassan Whiteside um, magbigay sa'yo ng 2 to 3 blocks tas ilang rebound. So with that said, in deep leaguers, um, isa sa solid na magandang pulutin itong si Hassan Whiteside kasi um, magandang backup center to para sa uh, Utah Jazz especially na nakita natin last season nabigyan din talaga ng playing time itong si Derek Favor. So yun yung uh, nakikita ko ditong value pick. Maraming may ayaw kay Hassan Whiteside kasi understandable um, yung ugali na, na yung ugali na na naranasan ng mga teams sa kanya kaya siya inaayawan that goes as well yung negative na impact niya sa team kapag andyan sa, sa, sa floor pero traditional na player din naman yung eh, na center din naman si Rudy Gobert so iba talaga yung depensa na nabibigay niya malay natin matututo si um, Hassan Whiteside so um, it's gonna be a very interesting year for Hassan Whiteside and to the point na ilalagay ko sa value picks ko Um, dinawal check ko dito yung minutes nila I think 15.3 minutes yung average ni Derek Favors so sapat na yun para kay Hassan Whiteside para sa deep leagues para makapag-contribute diba quality and quality na yun alright uh, other than that Eric Pascal ewan ko kung makapag-provide ito ng value um, hindi muna eh, obserbahan muna natin yung rotation nila anyways Natapos natin mga paps. Actually, yun yung generic review natin para dito sa Eastern and Western Conference. In the upcoming episodes, matutuwa kayo. Sobrang um, malulupet yung mga naredy natin na episode. Fantasy and NBA in general as well. So, I'm gonna uh, thank Miss Rain uh, Cruz uh, last episode wherein yun, napag-usapan naman natin dun sa ating uh, FBH timeout non-fantasy basketball naman WWE so magkakaroon pa tayo ng more guests soon para uh, hindi lang tayo basta maumay dito sa fantasy di ba? meron din tayong ibang uh, segments na tatalakay dun sa mga non-basketball or non-fantasy naman. at syempre uh, marami akong surprise sa inyo yung mga pinangako sa inyo last season babalikan natin at i-deliver natin yun agad-agad in this, this coming days may mga padating na naman tayong big time visitors dito sa ating uh, podcast na Fantasy Basketball PH. With that said, maraming maraming salamat mga papi. Always, I'm always thankful sa suporta nyo. Um, gaano man kayo kadami, kahit isang piraso ka lang na, na supporter, uh, sobrang thankful ako. At least uh, sulit yung passion na na-share natin sa buong community natin dito sa Pilipinas, hindi lang para sa FPPH. Dahil yun naman talaga yung goal natin eh. Ma-influensya at mapalagana pa yung fantasy basketball dito sa ating bansa. Uh, again, like, subscribe, follow, share, and comment. If you're interested uh, to be 
a patron or padrino, tinatawag ko. Kung nasayahan ka at nagustuhan mo tong episode na to, feel free to share your blessings kasi makakatulong yan sa, alam mo yan, to improve uh, further itong uh, ating podcast and even create a website. Also, if you're interested to be, uh, you know, uh, magkaroon ka ng one-on-one kind of like coach or um, basta may tanong ka, gusto mong uh, samahan kita, ikadi kita sa draft and all. Kasi last season, meron uh, naggumawa ng ganong approach sa akin, uh, tatlo sila. So yun, naisip ko if uh, it's something that could really help out uh, new um, fantasy GMs there or even uh, yung marunong na and then gusto nilang improve yung kanilang uh, game, um, I could really help out. Uh, hindi lang ako, hindi lang experience ko. I, I will also definitely share my approach kung sino yung uh, mga pinafollow ko, kung sino yung uh, pwede nating Kasi um, nagwagawa ako ng sarili kong analysis. Eh. Yun yung main difference. Eh. Wala akong uh, may mga check out akong references pero hindi ako nag-stick doon kasi feeling ko wala lang pero feeling ko hindi ako yun <laughs> gusto ko talaga ilagay yung flavor ko so maybe share ko sa yun gawa tayo ng several options tingnan natin kung ano yung mas preferred mo um, also um, plano ko din palang mga papas mag-create ng group para sa atin pero it's something uh, pinag-iisipan ko kasi gusto ko doon maglapag ng mga solid content na parang special content lang para sa mga makakapasok doon so Uh, tingnan natin kung paano, paano natin paplanuhin kasi uh, we're like thinking so, thinking of something big for this season uh, dito sa Fantasy Basketball PH pero uh, surprise yan at uh, bibiglayin na lang namin kayo uh, while waiting uh, again uh, available ang aming content dito sa YouTube uh, available kami sa Spotify sa Anchor sa Google Podcast sa Stitcher at sa Apple Podcast so thank you so much mga papi Maraming maraming salamat mga paps and goodbye and GG. Bye-bye.